Hello, everyone. Welcome from Hilo. We're on uh, Hawaii Island this week, and uh, this is our 126th episode of the Have Aloha Will Travel podcast. I'm Catherine Toth Fox. With me, um, I'm Emily Smith, and we are with Hawaii Magazine. So we are here, first of all. We are at the SCP Hilo. So you can see, we were here, I think, a year ago. Um, Hawaii Magazine was, and we filmed here also. But because we have Emily here, <laughs> she figured out how to do this at the pool. So we are currently at the uh, pool. I don't know if you can kind of kind of see it there. But we're sitting at the pool here at SCP Hilo, which is right in the heart of Hilo. It's a great location. I mean, it's a great location. Mm -hmm. You can walk. Yeah. We walk to Big Island Coffee Roasters like literally four minutes. But it's you can walk to Hilo Town. Um, I don't know. What would you say about this hotel? This yeah, is your I first mean, time at this hotel, right? Yeah, this is my first time here. I mean, everything's like six minutes away just by driving. Um, it's super clean here, super nice, super like peaceful. It's not super noisy or anything. So, yeah, it's a good time staying here. <laughs> We had AC, there's yeah, a TV AC. in the room, <laughs> like it's all good. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, so thank you to SCP Hilo for, for hosting us um, for this past couple of days. So we are in Hilo um, because we are, you know, scouting the island for stories that we want to tell you. Um, but before we start, we do have exciting news. Do you know what it is? Oh, see, she read my mind. This is our latest issue of Hawaii Magazine. It is on newsstands now. You can also go on our website hawaiimagazine.com backslash shop s-h-o-p to get your issue this um issue is all about maui so as you know maui was ravaged or lahaina was ravaged by the wildfires so we thought it would be great to spotlight um the valley isle and uh, encourage you all to travel there it's one of the best things you can do is to support our economy by traveling here by traveling specifically to maui shopping at maui restaurants i mean shopping at maui stores and eating at maui restaurants of course you can do that online as well which we encourage so check out our issue we have a lot of other great stories in here not just about um, maui but about all the other islands as well so i think you'll really enjoy it anyway um on newsstands hoymagazine.com backslash shop Otherwise, we are here in Hilo. Okay, so you've been to Hilo a few times, but yeah. as a kid. Yeah, as a teenager. Which wasn't that long ago, you know? No, it was maybe like five years ago <laughs> I came here. And nothing, not much has really changed, but it's really nice. I love how peaceful it is compared to like Oahu. It's mm -hmm. kind of like more city there. But here it's more serene. You can hear like the frogs chirping, like the waterfalls everything so i like it. it's like a good vacation spot for like a little getaway true so in our last issue i wrote a story about hilo town like just kind of a guide to hilo and i think a lot of people come to hilo to visit the Vol hawaii volcanoes national park obviously yeah. because of the volcanoes right now nothing's erupting kilauea and mauna loa obviously mauna loa is not erupting but kilauea has also stopped its eruption so we were going to venture out there decided not to um but i think you know if you do come to um the big island and you do come to hilo i think it's worth just hanging out and exploring the town it's really because it's not just Hilo. Like, so we actually went up the Hamakua coast yesterday um, to a little area called Honomu, which is where Akaka Falls is. So we've covered Akaka Falls. We've written about it. Um, but just before you get there, I think that whole area has been built up um, because they know a lot of folks are traveling up in that neighborhood to get to Akaka Falls. So there's cafes, there's boutiques, there's little shops. And then there's the goat dairy. 
Honamu goat dairy. It's like such a little gem. Yeah, I used to be scared of goats because <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten bitten by one. Um, I've got pushed by goats before, but these were like cute little baby goats. Mm. They're probably like how big? Like this big? Yeah. Right now, um, and they're so cute. Like the moment that you drive in, you can hear all the baby goats like screaming, and that's so cute. Not like screaming, but Crying. like yeah. I mean, yeah. in a cute way. Yes, um, in a cute way. I was a little concerned when you told me about your not fear of goats, but like your past experience, your abusive yeah. experience with goats. <laughs> and I left her alone in the goat pen. So when you anyway, when you go there, it's about it's a 15 acre family run farm. Um, this family is from Arizona where they used to also raise goat dairy, so they have a lot of experience. But their primary, um, I guess, output would be their goat cheeses. So this is actually um, their Korean Missile Crisis goat cheese, which is kind of an inside joke in Hawaii. Um, but their goat cheese is incredible. So they use, they have, they raise Nubian goats, which have like a, a creamier, less goaty sort of milk. Um, and their cheeses aren't as goaty as you would imagine. Like when, well, as I think a lot of people assume when you have goat cheese, it's very strong, but it's not. It's not. It's. it's I mean, I'm not a big goat cheese person, but this is like you don't really taste it. It's not. It's like even less strong than like blue cheese. I feel. Oh like. yeah, 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 for sure. So this, and um, they also make. I think they originally started making soaps when they're in Arizona, so they've perfected their soap. This is a persimmon. Um, goat milk soap. If you don't know, we actually grow persimmon uh, in Hawaii on Maui. So they try to use as many local ingredients as possible with all their goat products. And then Mary, who's like the co-owner, is and the, she's a caramel queen. She um, won awards for her goat milk caramel. And it is good. No, that was like one of the best parts. It's so milky because I heard her talking about how normally caramel doesn't use any right. dairy or anything. So it's like it's so milky compared to other caramel. Yeah. Like it melts in your mouth. It's so, it's rich and it's like it has a nice texture. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this was, a, this was truly a gift. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but when you go to this goat dairy, um, they have like a little pen right in front of their little little road like not it's not a roadside stand but it's a little shop and you can get you can play with the goats baby goats there for free there's no tour or anything you can just stop by and if you need a little goat therapy you know you need to like nuzzle some baby goats like i did yesterday um you can just drive up there and do it you can for a dollar buy a little packet of food that you can feed the goats we were able to um, bottle feed the goats yesterday. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was so cute. I've never done that before. It's so it was definitely cute, experience. Right? It's really yeah. funny because they put the milk in an old Heineken, Heineken bottle. Yeah. And if you know people in, like people in Hawaii love their green bottles. <laughs> so it was just really funny. Anyway, so Honamu Goat Dairy, um, we'll put our information about it in our show notes. We're going to write about it in our next issue. So please be sure to subscribe and pick up our next issue which is in spring um but that's not all we did what else did we do yesterday uh we went to kaka falls was that, that your was first really time pretty. no i've been there before um yeah nothing much has changed i mean again i just love how they kind of kept the nature there i love the sounds of like the waterfall mm -hmm. and there's like you know water streaming um it's just a super peaceful place um yeah i really I loved it. It's super photogenic too. We took a lot of photos there. The nice thing about Hilo is there's two 
Well, if you include the other, was it Kahana Falls, Mm -hmm. um, which is part of Akaka Falls. Kahana Falls or Kahuna Falls? Ooh, I will make sure that's correct in the show notes. Um, There's three accessible waterfalls in Hilo. And I mean, when I say accessible, like... Mm -hmm. It was not much of anything to get to Akaka Falls. Well, if you oh. go the short way. Right. It, w- it probably took us about 10 minutes. When no. We went the, really? Like seven, maybe five maybe like minutes? like four? Really? Maybe six? Yeah. I mean, it was just a couple of stairs and it was mostly um, shaded. <laughs> so yeah. that's good for me because I don't like, if you don't like the heat, that's like a good place to cool down. <laughs> Because I was wearing jeans. I was wearing yoga pants and we were in like 99 degree weather in Hilo, uh, which was unexpected because it normally rains here, but it wasn't raining. Yeah. Anyway. So make sure to pack shorts um, <laughs> if or, you come here, just or in there, case. Or there's a Target just down the street, which we're well acquainted with. Anyway, um, <clears throat> yeah, so that's really nice if you're into waterfalls. So there's Akaka Falls and the other falls that's there. And then there's also um, Rainbow Falls, which we're going to be going to this morning but that's also you drive up you just take like a few steps and you're at the lookout and you'll see rainbow falls so uh another thing if you're into waterfalls i know maui has a lot of waterfalls um all the islands do but i think for accessibility hilo easiest waterfalls so we did a kaka falls um we also stopped by one of my favorite um little lunch spots called koji's bento corner which is also right in hilo town i used to go there when i was a kid and it's changed a lot but they still have their go their koji burger which a lot of people love and we ended up getting uh, she got a grilled ono plate lunch and i got a koji steak plate lunch so that was nice i mean it's nice to support local restaurants and businesses um another restaurant that we went to yesterday which I had never been to, which is kind of shocking, um, just because we've written about them and I've, I have had his food before, I've just never gone to his restaurant, is Moon and Turtle. So Moon and Turtle is, um, I mean, it's a very note, notable, yeah. it's kind of fancy for Hilo, I'm gonna not, not lie about this, mm-hmm. um, which is right also in Hilo Town, you must make reservations. Uh, we were lucky enough to be able to walk in and sit at the bar Thankfully, she's over 21. Um, And I don't know, what would you say your whole experience was? Yeah, I mean, I loved the atmosphere. It was very quiet, Um, loved the dim lighting. I loved the food. I mean, in general, I think that was like some of the best food that I've had because there was not one dish that I disliked. That's true. Like typically when you get all the little side dishes, there's like a couple that you're like, I can live without. But I didn't really feel like that for any of the dishes there. Um, it was also extremely reasonably priced. Yeah. I think, like, we got oysters for, what, like $9? Maybe. I mean, our whole meal. So we had, what, three starters, we did. a main dish that we split. Because all the food there is pretty shareable. Mm-hmm. So they'll recommend for two people, like, get four starters to share or get, like, maybe a main dish and then, like, three or two or three starters to split. So we did that plus dessert, two plus desserts. drinks, two desserts, two, two drinks. drinks. And it was like under a hundred dollars, mm-hmm. and we didn't get like any Hoy magazine <laughs> like discount, <laughs> not even like a Kamaina discount. Um, that's reasonable. That's very reasonable. Yeah. Yeah, and for the like quality of food. True. That's really good. So we ended up. So the thing about Moon and Turtle, their menu is pretty small. I wouldn't. It's not like a huge. It's like one sheet. And they're gonna have about four to five different starters and about maybe three to four um, different larger entree plates. Like again, it's shareable. Um, and these often 
rotate. So there's something that you may love when you come here. It may not be on the menu the next time you come here. And that's because the chef who's from Hilo um, really believes in sourcing locally and whatever is you know in season, for example, um, one of the pot de creme desserts was um, tangerine flavor because tangerines are, first of all, Big Island is known for its citrus, tangerines are in season, so he decided to make a pot de creme with tangerines, which was awesome, tastes like a creamsicle, super delicious. I mean, it can't really beat the chocolate one because that's amazing, but everything he's um, doing is is locally sourced. So the best way to find out what's on the menu because they don't have a um, website, is to go um, to their Instagram, at Moon and Turtle, on, and, and that's where he'll post the most recent, or the most, the dishes that are on the menu right now. It's like very, very up-to-date and current. So one of the things that we had that he tends to play with is like dumplings. So he'll make gyoza or he'll make um, dumpling in soups or whatever. Last night we had steamed dumplings mm -hmm. that had a mixture of a filling that included local mahi, ahi, octopus. and octopus, yep. which was so crazy. Like yeah, I, I didn't think like, I was gonna like it, but I did. Yeah, I feel like typically I don't. I've never seen like an all seafood dumpling before. That's true. Typically they use pork, pork in it because right. it helps with the flavor. But yeah, this was not lacking any flavor. I remember when I saw it, I was like, oh my god, it reminds me of din tai fung. Oh it was yeah, way yeah, yeah. Better than that. Even though I love din tai fung. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it was so good. Um, it came with like chili oil as well. Mm -hmm. um, and my tip, if you get it, is to like grab the chili oil with a spoon and then drizzle it on top as well to make it a lot more moist. It tasted so good. So she's pescatarian. So like, if you remember Grace, our former associate editor was also a pescatarian. So it's very difficult to travel with these people because <laughs> yeah. they have very specific dietary needs. Anyway just so happen i feel like everything on the menu last night was pescatarian friendly yeah, except for one thing um but the waitress was like super super attentive and like told us which one had like chickens you know broth. so it was a mushroom risotto which yeah. is is actually a vegetarian dish except that they use chicken stock to cook the risotto um but they swapped it out with vegetable broth for her. Um, and that was delicious too. They use hamakua mushrooms and some shiitake mushrooms. So again, using local um, local ingredients. And, and that's not even just like, it's hyper local. It's like right from Hamakua Coast. Um, what else did we eat? Oh, they have a sizzling poke. That's kind of a showstopper. Um, we wrote about it in our in the issue that's out currently about Hilo, we wrote about Moon and Turtle, and there's a picture of it. But yeah, it comes like on this sizzling platter. What did you say it reminded you of? Like, it's like Korean? Korean barbecue, yeah. like when they bring out the smoking like platter. That's yeah. exactly what it looks like. It was like. very exciting. Um, so the poke is actually seared on the outside. Um, that was delicious. What else did we eat? I feel like oysters. we ate a lot. Oh yeah, she ate her oysters, her yeah, kushi I had oysters. Two. You know, I don't usually like oysters, but that was so good. It's like. There was some kind of sauce that was sweet, but it was also spicy because I swear I got some wasabi <laughs> in there, but I couldn't see wasabi anywhere. But yeah, there's definitely some like a little kick to it that tasted yeah. like wasabi. That was really good. They also brought us out their Brussels sprouts, their crispy Brussels sprouts um, that had a little bit of Asian influence to it also um, in terms of flavor. And that was something that's not on the menu, but it is one of their like their, it's highly requested because it's a really popular dish normally. So we had that. Uh, of course, they have lots of super awesome handcrafted local, locally sourced cocktails and mocktails. She had a mocktail. Mm -hmm. 
um, that was I had a like a lemon peel lemonade that had vodka in it, and it had like the whole bottom was just like lemon peel. And it was so good. So good. Um, I ended up like trying to eat the lemon peel at the bottom. Anyway, all of that. I feel like they do a great job um, creating very inventive dishes that you probably wouldn't get anywhere else. And it's just so great you can get in Hilo, like of all places. It felt like a very like metropolitan, big city. It felt like something that you can get at like Chinatown. Yeah, yeah, or even yeah. like San Francisco. I mean, yeah. it has a very elevated feel, but at like you said, reasonably priced, very comfortable ambiance. I mean, it was, it was a pretty restaurant, mm -hmm. but it didn't feel stuffy. It's not like a fine dining feel, but it definitely was fine dining cuisine. Mm -hmm. So check them out, Moon and Turtle. We'll post that in our show notes as well. And then today, what are we doing today? <laughs> the day's not ending. I know. I'm the most excited for Two Ladies Kitchen. I've never yes. had it before. Really? I, yeah. I've like seen no one's ever of... brought it home and given it to you? No, no one's you ever thought You need to get better me. friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. But I'm really excited because I know we wrote like an article about them and I saw all their colorful mochi. And obviously I'm Japanese, so I have to love mochi. So I'm really excited <laughs> to just like take a video of that, eat it and try it for the first time. Wow. It's your first time? Mm -hmm. This is going to be exciting. Well, <laughs> yeah. uh, we will definitely be writing about it. So Two Ladies Kitchen, which is like an iconic, like very landmark here in Hilo, was recently um, the, the owner, original one of the original owners, Nora, who um, we've written about, she retired and one of her workers um, bought the business from her and is carrying it on. So we're going to meet her today. Uh, I don't think anything's changed. Um, they sell their strawberry mochi. They sell all their, you know, colorful candy filled. So we're going to get the whole fix. Um, and we will be writing about it on our website, hoymagazine.com. So we'll do that. We're going to go check out Rainbow Falls. We're going to go to Hilo's Farmer's Market. So lots to do today before we head back. Um, again, for any content about Hilo, go to our website, hoymagazine.com. Lots of cool stuff there. Um, get our latest issue. What did we write about in this issue in he in on the Big Island? Oh, about the new Rosewood, the new hotel, uh, Kona Village. We're on the other side of the island. But yeah, check out our latest issue of HawaiiMagazine.com. Get your get it on uh, HawaiiMagazine.com backslash shop and anywhere else you can find us. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at Hawaii Magazine. You can also find us on Facebook. Just type in Hawaii Magazine. And we're also going to start up our TikTok again. Again, it's at Hawaii Magazine. <laughs> so you'll see a lot of like Hilo-related content. So I'm really excited to share that with you. Yes. And please um, like, subscribe, leave a comment, rate us, all that. If you have any questions or you have something you want us to cover, contact us at media at hawaiimagazine.com. Again, Thank you for tuning in. We appreciate it. Thank you to SCP Hilo for hosting us. We love it here. And uh, we will see you in two weeks. Bye. Bye.